Hey, 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 back for the first time in like a month, I think, right? I don't know. I feel like it's been a while. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, I'm going to say that's the second time I've ever seen that intro, and that, that thing is so badass. <laughs> we, we, got some, uh, we got some amazing and really talented friends uh, at Ripjaw Studios, or is it Ripjaw? It's Ripjaw Media. Uh, so if, if you're looking for any video work, I don't know. They might, they might do remote stuff, but yeah. Uh, Travis and Sam Ross, they're amazing people. That, but uh, That thing's hey. pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh... I don't even know why and how we got it. Just uh, like I said, Ryan said, they're, they're really cool folks. And they're like, we want to do this. And... <laughs> well, sure. welcome to episode 92. Uh, <laughs> Brews. We're getting closer and closer to episode 100. Uh, it three weeks. It's been three weeks. Okay. That's all right. We're, we're still sort of on track for our roughly two times a month uh, goal for 2023. <clears throat> so we'll, uh, we'll get there and we'll see how we do. But uh, tonight we have a uh, special guest. We have Matt Jaggers, Jaggers Brewing Co., the uh, YouTube channel. Um, I don't know, Matt. I don't think we've. I don't know if we posted your your link before the show. I think I I tried to. I can't like Facebook does weird things it with us linking now. Yes. Um, but uh, if it doesn't show up on Facebook or YouTube, uh, yeah, it's in the comments right now. But we'll uh, we'll make a special link to it. Uh, later on as well but uh, well thank you for making me feel special yeah yeah dude uh and matt you're sort of here too because uh one of our brew years resolutions from last year was uh starting to sort of trying to reconnect not reconnect connect period with uh like more people i guess in the uh like homebrewing content creation sort of uh sure uh you know world and uh you know not that we're big or anything like that you're, you're you have more followers than we do but we just love the hobby we love the people we love the camaraderie and we love I talking agree. to people right you know so i love that compassion for the hobby you yeah know? yeah dude i don't i don't care who i talk to like my wife is tired of hearing me talk about it so I'm, <laughs> I'm sure i'm sure i'm sure whoever you guys got there will, will listen to what i gotta say anyways at least for a little bit so more importantly, this is a brewing, home brewing uh, conversation show. What the hell are you drinking there? I just saw you pour a bottle of yeah. home brew. So this right here is a, um, it's a beer that uh, I did in a collaboration with another YouTuber, Cascade Homebrew. And this is uh, one of the saisons that we did. Uh, this is number one version that i i kind of made for it and this is with uh, some uh, pure strain clike yeast uh this is from a garden straight from norway and um i've i've spent a little bit of time with this beer hasn't been uh totally uh like, like I, I don't have the best tasting notes on it just yet uh but it's it's kind of starting to to be discovered, I guess, to my palate, like all those nuanced quike uh, offerings that this this strain has. So, cheers, guys. What are y'all drinking? Yeah. yeah, cheers. How about you, Jason? Yeah, you go. So I'm still sad. I'm, I'm you know, moved again. I've moved a lot in the last <laughs> six months. Um, I think the last show that we did was the first show I actually got to drink homebrew in like 20 episodes, I feel like. But no uh, homebrew tonight. Um, I've got a random selection of Guinness and High Life and, uh, you know, maybe a little ham sandwich will pop up here or there, but 
Yeah, right now, right now hitting Guinness. All right, man. Nice. And uh, hey, Chris, what's going on, man? Thanks for uh, thanks for coming to hang out for a bit. I got a uh, uh, one of the so we'll we'll get to the master homebrew program uh, right. probably later on in the episode too. But uh, one of one of the things I've been trying to do this year is brew a lot of styles that I've never brewed before. And oddly, one of those styles is an American wheat ale, like a you know like Goose Island three one two or something like that. And uh, so I got I've been I've been drinking a little bit before the show started, but uh, drinking a little bit of that right now, and uh, and really enjoying it. Um, it 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 might replace you know uh, Eagle Juice like like American Lager is like one of the beers that I have on tap all the time. I'm I'm really enjoying it, but, but we'll see we'll see. It's like sacrilege, man. That that is a really nice two hour brew day for for a good beer. So. <laughs> Speaking of uh, some like non traditional stuff, uh, we've got some news, and we'll 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 get to it when we <clears throat> get there. <laughs> It'll be a surprise to Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why do we? Why do you'll we you'll, you'll why love it. it right now. Okay, well, so uh, Brian knows, and and Jason and I, we were discussing it uh, earlier about uh, my homebrew uh, metal, the first one that uh, I've I've gotten. So uh, during y'all's last episode, uh, Master Homebrew Program, when y'all had everybody on, uh, there was a little 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 chuck thrown at a no chill. So um, a no chill beer won this. Oh, look at that! <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a Roggen beer. Is that right? Yep. Nice. Right. Yep. Nice. Who who yep. threw shit at who threw shade at No Chill? Did I do that? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, said, I said, hey, hold, hold on, man. I said, take it easy on the home uh, on the No Chill oh, in the that's comments. That's right. That's yeah. right. Oh, that's funny. I think you know what that was probably in relation. It's coming back now. We were talking about uh, the gang brew bullshit, weren't we? The crazy rules around gang brew. Oh, you might be right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't quite remember that, but, uh, but yeah, but I do remember he said, <laughs> said something about no chill. Well, I was like, hey, 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 take it easy. Hey, I'm I say, sorry, I'm sorry, you had to bring that up. Like that's one of the things. Like I wanted to say right at the beginning of the episode. Like you know, now that we've introduced ourselves, Matt, you have some awesome news right because yeah cause it's, <laughs> no. that's your first medal right yeah absolutely yeah that's it's, it's not the it's not the first competition i've ever won you know i've won like people's choice things and, okay. and stuff like that but yeah no this is the first bjcp medal that i've won it, it feels awesome why aren't you wearing that i don't want to ruin it man <laughs> i so so i went and picked it up yesterday and i met some friends at a bar and um uh, I was holding a beer. One of them, he's like, he went to go shake my head hand, and he's like, "Oh, never mind." And so then, like, he's sitting, and I'm standing. He's like, "Come here, give me a hug." And like, I tripped and spilled beer on both of us. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the very first medal I won, I took it down to to the the the, the local homebrew shop or homebrew, sorry, the local brew pub, uh, with a brewer there. He taught me how to brew, and I showed it to him. I'm like, "Look, I won my first medal," and he put it on me, made me wear it in the bar everybody bought me a beer man so you, you gotta go uh hand it off Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah i, I know it's that there's a, a lot of people that like so I, I run this huge circle of of 
all kinds of people and stuff. And everybody's really proud uh, to, to have kind of witnessed my transition from like, you know, those, those uh, Northern brewer extract kits to making my own recipes and then kind of getting some kind of accomplishments out of this. Oh yeah. Let, let me ask you a really important question though. Yeah. You got, you got your first medal. Yeah. What, what are you going to do with it? Um, so I'm going to try to collect more. Um, I'm trying to think of where I'm going to put it though. I think, it, I think it belongs probably on the tap list above my keyser really? for right now. Anyways, I think that's the best place that, for it. That is a good place. You know, it's better than, I'll do it. <laughs> it's better than just some random box full of other, <laughs> other metals, you know, that are certain rust and i want to put them somewhere i just don't have a place to display them right now i got a friend that uh he doesn't he doesn't display anything unless it's best of show oh wow yeah yeah but does he just chuck them in a trash box like brian does with the he says he puts them in a shoe box and they live out in the garage no at least live inside (laughs) at least live inside No, they're 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 all in a uh, a plastic bag. Thank you very much, Jason. So a trash did bag. You, did you put some of those little little uh, baggies in there? To oh, help? that's a good call. Yeah, maybe I need to. No, I can probably find a few. In a mess. We got home from nationals, and I told him, I said, if I if I come in your basement and I see that national metal in that trash bag, metal, <laughs> I'm just gonna take it, take it. Right. So. It's useless to you. <laughs> well, uh, since you know Matt, we have you on here to to talk about you and, and your homebrew channel and stuff like 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 I don't know. How about we first get into like how you got into homebrewing, maybe, and and uh, we can we can go from there. So uh, we were at a friend's house, and uh, she said, "Hey, you should try some of this peach brandy I made." I was like, "Okay, what what's that?" I don't know you know she's like oh it's like peach wine so I, I had it i was like oh my god this is awesome she's like oh yeah it's a super simple recipe you know jotted it down went home i tried to make it it tastes like prison wine um <laughs> so uh after that though uh you know i was like uh one of the uh beers that we have down here locally is shiner bach mm-hmm. and um they have a seasonal release that's a prickly pear and, um, you know, this is a beer. Every time it comes out, I go try to grab a couple six packs and put them up. You know, they're just a really good beer to me. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, man, I really should figure out how to make this right. Like making beer shouldn't be hard. Right. Like, you know, I, I cook brisket and ribs and like everything else. Like, that's OK. You know, um, so uh, I was like, OK, well, let's figure out how to make beer. So, you know, you go to forums and all that and you see this starter kit that starter kits recommended and all that you just you got to filter through it all right there's a lot of information out there and uh i settled on the the northern brewer uh starter kit like extract kit and i had that uh backyard amber that's like supposed to be like the budweiser type clone and okay. um you know, I fired that thing up and uh, took it to all my friends, and that was the best beer I've ever had. You know, I made it. You know, like yeah, yeah, absolutely. All, all my yeah. friends were like, "Oh, dude, this is awesome! You can make beer!" Like, <laughs> hell yeah, I can make it. You know, and everybody's like, "Is it cheaper?" I'm like, 
not from what I'm seeing right now. No, absolutely not. You know, but uh, you know, uh, we kind of started a little uh, club with uh, my friends that everybody chipped in, you know, five, 10 bucks to throw towards a extract kit or, you know, some special ingredient and uh, stuff like that. And um, I've just kind of slowly, but surely kind of transitioned more and more into a lot of the technical stuff. And then, you know, kind of blended some of the magic uh, with brewing to the science and et cetera, you know, so um i probably brewed uh extract for about two two and a half years maybe um and uh we bought a house and uh i told my wife i was like look i want to get away from extract um it's going to take some more equipment i'm going to be outside so that way you don't have to smell all these smells in the kitchen (laughs) and all that and so um you know i just started getting after it with uh some um all green kits and then uh, probably about six months to a year after that, then I started writing my own recipes. And I very rarely brew anybody else's recipe at this point in time. You know, I, I do like to review them, though, and say, OK, this is the direction they're heading with that malt or that hop or that yeast. And, you know, trying to still gather a good understanding of all that stuff myself anyways, too, you know. Right so. So then uh you were brewing for a while and then Mm -hmm. i guess at some point in time you decided to start a a youtube channel right yeah so uh i guess the current format that you see that i'm on this is actually the second or third attempt at a youtube channel for home brewing for myself oh okay Uh, we shot a couple videos um right before covid uh started really uh kicking up and um you know we'll try to edit it and kind of got some places with it and everything so uh there's like some like lost footage it's not really lost footage it's just like okay um we were complete amateurs you know and, <laughs> and, and that kind of thing uh so but i i am going to go back and edit some of those now that i've got a really good handle on like the feel and stuff like that i think and i'm going to release those on the channel i think that'll be fun yeah, that'll be super See, fun. That's the secret, man. We just don't don't edit anything. Just, right. <laughs> man, I t- so I, I don't really mind editing. Honestly, to tell you the truth, that the bad part about editing is is uh for me like music selection and then editing those songs on how to fit in into there. Yep. You know, that can take anywhere between three and five more hours on a video for me. And I'm just like you know, so I started trying to cheat the system a little bit and film outside and stuff like that. I mean, there's a little bit more ambient noise sometimes and things like that, but it's a nicer environment and background and and all that. But um, if you uh, if you want to cheat the system, you just don't do those at all. You just do nothing but live streams yep. and, mm. uh, and and don't do any editing and only have 180 subscribers and well those uh, those the those uh subs that you got though they're really dedicated you know (laughs) but uh like i I really enjoy the live streams i've done like uh i try to you know really interact and try to help spread the knowledge that i know and that's kind of the biggest um thing of my channel i feel like is is um 
I kind of want to be another source. Uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of stuff from the community, like uh, forums and Reddit and, you know, uh, my homebrew club, you know, is a, yep. you, you can't replace the knowledge that's there. Um, but all the things that like I've learned through there, I kind of want to help share that knowledge. Um, but there's also a lot of like, uh, I guess, miscommunications with some ideas and some theories too like no chilling and you know um like no i didn't mean that like (laughs) (laughs) but uh but you know like uh there's just so much out there that 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 is hard to find you know like uh i was curious so my first youtube channel i did three berliner wise uh and I, I played with some different yeast and, and stuff like that that kind of like find that good recipe, right? And uh, one I threw prickly pear uh, fruit at. And um, after it was all said and done, like, you know, I did all three of these beers and I started having all these questions like uh, for German ale yeast, how, how many times can you repitch on that same yeast cake before you get away from that that German cleanness, you know? Uh, can you steal some lacto out of that wort when you're uh, kettle souring and repitch it? And, you know, like how, how low will the pH go? How quick will it drop, you know, like, and things like that. And so I found some of those answers, you know, there's, there's still some that are out there that I, I still need to play with. You know, I've harvested uh, quite a bit of lacto now that I want to play around with and mm. see you know, what that, what that does and maybe even try to come up with my own culture of, of lacto, like a house strain lacto, like who has that, you know, that's, that's kind of stupid. That, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's really kind of stupid though. Like, it's you not, know, no. I mean, well, no, it's cool. <laughs> if, it, if it makes you, if, dude, if it's fun, do it. Um, but that, and, and that's, that's it. Like I, I'm having complete fun with this, you know, I've got, yeah. I've got some hardcore uh, subscribers that uh, follow me around and a lot of things that I do. You know, they're they're constantly asking me questions. I'm like, dude, I don't know, but that'll be uh that'll be something great to find out. Let me jot that down in my book and we'll yeah, we'll, we'll go back right to on. that. You know. Talking about interacting with chat, I need to I need to call this out. So Brian asked the chat what they're drinking, and our buddy, other Brian, posted all of this shit. And and while I'm all about what the fuck is hold up like <laughs> I'm all about like Drink, drink up, man. But Brian, slow down, man. And, uh, and by the way, uh, congratulations to Brian Walker. And uh, he he just recently got engaged to that lovely lady, uh, Julie. Yes. Yes. So congrats. <laughs> what um, else we got? We got Chris with a Bavarian wheat braggot. Dibs with a that sounds style. interesting as hell. That, that's another one of the things. I've never yeah, really so, those out, so so uh, uh, Chris Morrow, that 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 dude, he's he's kind of crazy like me. He, he and I, we uh, are constantly shooting each other things and ideas. Nice. And if anything goes wrong tonight, it's all his fault. <laughs> well, I mean, we 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 can we can share the blame, you know. I mean, I, I'm actually I'm pretty sure I've got a banner that says it's all Brian's fault. Oh. So. <laughs> uh, but we're talking about like special ingredients and stuff, and and uh, and Berliner Weisses, and I wanted to throw this out there that I'm not sure you know how familiar you are with the channel, but Jason actually has a house ingredient that he uses for her his Berliners that uh, I do, uh, and, and all of his his Berliners are absolutely terrible without this ingredient. 
you told me you 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 said you said to make sure that i asked them about it and so i do have some questions uh about about the style absolutely uh what can i help you with so do you have a particular lactose strain well okay first off do are are are, are you are you kettle souring or are you doing mixed uh no i like to kettle sour i actually do um prefer the kettle sour uh, I thought you were going to go right into uh, some, so to be funny, in order to brew a traditional classic Berliner uh, Weiss, uh, Berliner Weiss, um, the secret ingredient that you have to use in your mash in order to have it come out as close to classic style as possible is a box of family, a family size box of Fruit Loops. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just it's what it is. Um, a family size box of Fruit Loops. Family size box of Fruit Loops in the mash. Okay. Uh, and uh, that will get you a perfect German Berliner Weiss. Uh, is 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 that with any other salt additions? What's what's your water no, RO? No, just uh, you know, it's uh, artesian well water, so we'll just go with that. You can build your water profile. That's uh, tra- tra- traditional styles. That's fine. Uh, but if you don't put the Fruit Loops in it, it's just a, it's just a. How, how many medals has that beer won with Fruit Loops? I, I don't even know, man. <laughs> right, Jason, you're, you're, you're on. Because like, so, so my last batch, and and I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll send, I'll send two of them to Brian so he can share one. Perfect. So my last batch, I was like, okay, this is it. Like, like I, I've got my malts down, right? Like I understand water profile well and, and you know, so I started using uh, the Omega uh, Lacto Blend mm-hmm. uh, in, in these, and then I was like, okay, let me let me try to uh, play around with uh, another Lacto strain. And and so I learned that I had more consistent results with the White Labs uh, WLP. I think it's six seventy seven. Uh, but I prefer the taste over of the the Omega uh, Blend. Uh, that's a little bit more inconsistent though for me. So in, in all honesty, I mean, going back, so yes, I really do brew my Berliner Weisses with a box of Fruit Loops. So that's not a joke. Okay. Um, I, I, the, hey. the, the joke is, so our, our, our club did this as a competition uh, amongst the club where everybody had to brew a beer with a, bottle, a box of cereal. And I decided to do a Berliner Weiss with a box of Fruit Loops. Uh, in true traditional Berliner Weiss style, I made a separate syrup out of fruit loops so that you could serve it with a shot of syrup like they do yeah. like with woodruff syrup or raspberry yeah, um and it won it won the club competition uh it was it was a tasty berliner rice it really came out nice and clean and so i sent it to nationals and nationals it took a gold in uh the regional um round of nationals and the comment on the score sheet was classic example of style. Um, nice. And so I laughed my ass off and, uh, and I've sent it into, it's won multiple, uh, you know, golds in, in regionals. It's won multiple golds at Michigan beer cup. It's won gold at Michigan state fair. It's won medals at Siciliano's other comps around here. Um, and the only time that I brewed it without the fruit loops it sucked. And it was just, I don't know. Do you think you had acquired a taste for it then at that point in time? Maybe. Like, like, oh, this beer should. 
Maybe. should have that in it and like but um but to be honest with you and i've talked to grandmaster bjcp judges about it i've had grandmaster bjcp judges judge this beer and write multiple times now th that first comment i said traditional example of style i've gotten that comment multiple fucking times where they are all like this is a perfect classic berliner vice this is you know a, a traditional style and i laugh and i take it to the club every time and i'm like you know so that's yeah. a joke Right. But to, to get into the seriousness of your question, I'm all about consistency. And and so I well, you like have to, to be if you're gonna compete with it, right? Right. And so I want to be able to repeat the 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 recipe um you know and, and and get consistent results every time. And so back to the lactobacillus strain. Um I don't use mixed firm. I don't like uh I, I brewed it once with Philly Sour, even didn't like it. Um I found, so I'm, I'm anal, and I found a um, a lactobacillus uh, supplement. It's called Acidophilus uh, 2B. You can buy it on Amazon, um, and it is a single strain of lactobacillus. Uh, and so what I found with other people using like uh, Good Belly or um, other yogurt cultures or other people buying, you know, mixed cultures off of line or, or buying uh, like white labs, lactoculture, that was a mix of multiple different types or strains of lactobacillus um, yeah. where the acidophilus B uh, capsules that I was, I found is a single strain of lactobacillus. And I wanted to use that so that I was going to, every time I did a kettle sour with it, I would get the same results every time. Am I going too far with it? Probably, um, there probably no. isn't any variation between, uh, you know, and I'm not even going to try to say the names, but there's, you know, there's, there's 20 different versions of lactobacillus and there's yeah. probably no real variation between the flavor of, of, of sour that they put off. But, um, for me, and, and you can, like I said, you can find it on Amazon, it's like nine bucks a bottle, you get a hundred pills. I use uh 10 or you get a hundred capsules and I use 10 capsules per pitch. Um, wow. So it's it's like eighty cents a a pitch. Right. Uh, well, it's cheaper than buying buying a strain at at, at your rumber store or whatever. But right, and so so that's that's what I've done. Um, I, I keep my my grain bill is simple. I do a fifty fifty white wheat with uh, two row. You don't have a whole lot that you can play around with there. Nope. Like, um, and I've I've done some different things. I, I still my favorite version of it uses uh, London Ale three from White Labs, um, but mm. it's hard. That's hard for us to get up here. Um, we don't have any local stores that carry White Labs anymore. Um, so I use uh, God help me out, Brian. What's the Imperial and the Omega Verdant strains? And Imperial Juice are all that same ish strain. Yeah. No, there's the uh, oh maybe it's the Omega one. It's um. It's got the German name, uh, but I, I've tried multiple yeast, and and for the most part, you know, depending on on your pH and everything, the yeast doesn't really play a whole lot of, you know. And that's that's what I was going to ask you is is so like in, I guess as someone that's mold, made multiple awards off of uh, Berliner, right? So here's what I do when I kettle sour is is I don't pre-acidify. It's 5-2. I pitch my lacto. I let it drop down to 3-4, run my second boil, 15-minute addition hop, and then, you know, throw my Warflock tablet in there, my yeast nutrients, and then 
you know, here we are off to the races with, uh, with the yeast, you know. What do you like? Uh, so you're, you're specifically dropping to three, four. How long has that taken you? So it depends. Uh, I, I learned uh, that with like the White Labs uh, Lacto that normally within about two days, I'm down to three, four. Uh, when I took the sample wart with lacto, live lacto in it before I went into my second boil, <clears throat> I took like about half a mason jar full, right? So the next time that I pitched that culture, what I did was I took the old lacto tube that the culture came in and I just pour, poured it in it thinking like, okay, this is going to be an appropriate amount to pitch, right? That took eight hours to go from five, three to three, four. That's and really that was it, it, yeah. the the bad thing about kettle souring is is you got to be able to be ready when that thing's mm -hmm. ready because yeah. I've been put into a bind a couple times wow. with uh, with doing that. Um, so as a side note, though, I did an experiment, kind of the same grain bill and same plan and everything, but I took a kombucha scoby for my souring agent, and it took it down from five three. It stalled right at four zero for probably a good day and a half uh so then i busted out that that secondary lacto strain that i had and i pitched that and man like in two hours it was it was done it was ready to move on wild wow yeah i found um i mean that yeah that that's nuts it went so fast i was gonna say i find more for me it was more temperature control which yeah 95, 95. is, is, is yeah. pretty much where i try to sour we, um, I think you do it too, Brian. We, we do uh, sous vides uh, mm -hmm. in a water bath and we sous vide and keep it. And I, I keep mine at like 97, 98 degrees. And not usually, like in the wart, mind you. Yeah. Like we, what I do is I take a tote or like a larger vessel um, that I can put the sous vide in and mm -hmm. disperse it in water. And then I set my kettle uh, or bucket or whatever I happen to be souring in, in that tote and let it sous vide and and that keeps it at a really nice temperature uh very constant temperature and then yeah usually 24 hours later bam i'm gonna have um, to try out that uh the, the those pills you were talking about that's that's pretty interesting yeah i'll send you a link i'll, I'll post them uh like i said i i looked all over for them i i, I went to multiple sources i was like it really, um, I really, really didn't want to put yogurt in my beer. I know people no, have done it well. and it's fine. It just didn't, it wasn't for me. So that's why I, uh, initially it seems wrong to me. Right. But then, <laughs> but then, you know, like I, I couldn't find any of that good belly stuff and things like that. And like, I've got Houston that's like, you know, right up the road from me. And if I can't find it at like our, huge ass stores here like i i don't know where to find it but you know i was like okay well yep. then i'll just go the traditional route and stuff like that i i typically i i am a good belly person um only because you monster it, it uses it uses uh plantarum and actually did just mention this too um and plantarum can actually go down to like room temp and still produce still lactic acid and so, like, if I'm feeling particularly lazy, like, you know, I get my, my wart down to, like, 95, pitch my good belly, and then just, like, 
ignore it until it tastes the way I want it to. I've been really bad about taking pH readings. Um, ever since I started making mead, really, I've been doing a lot more things by taste, uh, which, which is a I'm lot gonna, of fun. I think I'm going to go back to that with souring because so like the three, four, like it tastes okay. Right. But I'm, I'm thinking like three, two is going to be my next, my next uh, effort there. I think that that's going to be where where I need it to be at. So this this is what I use, and this is a seven dollars and seventy two cents, uh, and it is a single strain. Let me get to the right label here of Lactobacillus acidophilus. Hmm. And like I said, it comes in. Uh, they're, I mean, they're technically veg capsules, so you could just pitch the entire capsule right in; it'll dissolve. You know, yeah, I, I stepped mine open, but um, this is the brand and and the uh, the the, the it's, it's the exact thing that I use. But it and it's just you know me being anal and 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 kind of sciency about it and being like I want something that I can guarantee that I I can repeat. And you said I, you use seven capsules? Ten. I use I throw in ten right. capsules. I mean, nothing against it. Like, and I know I've, I've, uh, a buddy of mine had a, who used to own a brewery up here, you know, he had a, a keg of like plantarum and, um, yeah, I, I have heard good things about that being able to kind of to ferment cooler or not ferment, but you know what I mean? Sour. Yeah. Yeah. Culture. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Culture lower. So yeah, I'm not opposed to it. It's just what I do and it's done well. Um, I really, and I've bitched about this before, I think the only reason why it's never actually taken a final round medal in, in the Nationals is because it gets lumped in with um, fruit and lambics uh, at the final table. And when you're putting a plain Berliner Weiss up against a fruit and lambic, it just gets its ass kicked. You know? That was my idea with the, the, the Scopey was like, how do I import a little bit more character and funkiness into this without going full on like mixed culture, you know, with Brett and some PDO and like all that and making it a Lambic or, yep. or something crazy like that. And I was successful in the idea that there was a little bit more depth behind the sourness there uh, than, than a kettle sour because kettle sours, I mean, let's face it, like they're, they're good, but they're kind of one dimensional, especially yep. like when you've had, you know, mixed cultures and stuff like that. And so I, uh, I was like, look, we make kombucha. Let's, uh, we got an extra SCOBY. Let's see what happens, you know? Nice. So I'm happy I did it. I don't necessarily know if I'll do it again. I still do have that, that SCOBY that I used. And I'm thinking about like doing a mixed culture uh, kind of thing with it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just to keep going with it. Here you go. What are you doing? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> nice. That I is that is what I do. I love so it. For those listening on the podcast later, it was a, a picture of Jason's mash. It's a it's a, it's a picture of mash done uh, with a box of Fruit Loops floating in it. So <clears throat> the wart ends up being gray. <clears throat> It's such a cool experience to go through, man. You know, the, wart, the wart comes out gray. Um, and then as you boil it, some of that dye drops out and breaks down. And then I think it goes in it like this 
greenish color. And then as it ferments, more dye drops down and it winds up coming out to be a beautiful golden uh, straw colored beer. There's just speaking of beautiful beer. What do you, what do you pour in Matt? Y'all. So uh, Chris Morrow is here in the chat and this is Morrow's beer. Uh, he got to name it. Um, if you watch the Rye Irish Stout uh, live stream that we did, this is the party gal version that we got off of those greens and uh, he named it Chimera. And nice. so it's a 3.5% session stout. Yum. So y'all can thank uh, Maro for uh, this wonderful beer. It's a good, I, good weekday beer. <laughs> a Monday night I was gonna beer. Say, man, it reminds it's me a Monday of morning one. beer. I woke up, damn, it's Monday. I need a beer. Reminds me of Casey's uh Casey's um Irish stout that was it like 3.2 percent yeah, yeah, yeah man. it was super crushable. Oh dude, oh. it was so tasty. Just a nice low ABV dry Irish stout. Speaking of, he's drinking uh, a Lutra lager with Motueka. Nice. That's how I've always pronounced it. Is it Motueka? I hear people pronounce it a bunch of different ways. Motueka is how I always do it. I, I That's what I think, yeah. I'll leave that to the professionals. Huh? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm like um, from the sticks of Texas, y'all. <laughs> uh, going back to Brian, no, I don't put any rice holes in it. Um, just, it's fine. It doesn't get sticky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I was, I, I haven't had a chance to go back and watch a bunch of videos on your channel. Uh, sure. I just, Brian just put me on to you the other day. Um, but I love, I love how you, I, I watched a couple where you go back and kind of read, uh, you know, your, your, your scores, your comments, oh. your feedback from the BJCP. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, I, I was part of your live stream last time. Yes. I, I, sorry about the internet connection. No. You know, whatever. But no, I, I love that stream. So, so uh, Brian and I, uh, we we've talked off camera about this, and so uh, and I and I told him that I was really going to try to push this, and this is for all the people that entered competitions out there. I think that they can appreciate this. I paid for that score sheet. Fill it out, please, for the love of God. Like. <laughs> And and think about it this way. I want criticisms and, and notes and stuff that will help me. One of the things that I got, and it was on the Rogan beer, actually, that I won the medal on, uh, on a previous deal. It, it was, despite uh, load score, I'm going to drink the whole bottle. Nice. Like, what, what do you do with that? Like, you, you left you left every other comment box pretty much blank. They didn't tell me why I got, you know, points deducted or not added or however you want to take that, right? But you took the time to say, despite the low score, I'm going to drink the whole bottle. Yeah, it's it's a it's a frustration with us. I know we we've talked about many times on the air here, and um, you know, Brian, and I have the the honor of of I've kind of taken over a large homebrew competition uh, here in Michigan. And, and it's one of the things, I'm, I mean, I'm adding it to like judging instructions and uh, the few smaller comps that we've helped out with, I've made sure to go in and tell the judges, like, this is the most important thing you can do. And, and nothing pisses me off more than to see a score sheet come back and just say, you know, good beer. 
beer yeah. or bad beer. Uh, you know, and so, yeah, I'm absolutely with you. And that's why I loved that you were reading your comments, you know, good or bad. And, and it, you know, it sounded like you were, you were taking that feedback and thinking about ways that you could do better or, you know, uh, change that, which is, is huge. And, uh, you know, my own brewing experience, I really like that. So. So I, I did take the to heart, the first couple, you know, competitions that I did because, you know, and I, I still do think that, that, uh, some judges take themselves too seriously and, and oh, yeah. yada, 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 you know, but, <laughs> but I guess once it clicked off that like, okay. Um, and, and it really didn't click off honestly until I volunteered to help judge uh, my local homebrews competitions and some flights and stuff like that. You get to see how the sausage is made. Right. Yeah, sure. And uh, you're like, okay, like I can, I have a good feel for, what a bad judge is going to be like and what a good judge is going to be like. And, you know, um, so going forward, I'm going to try to be part of the solution and not the problem with that, you know, and I don't know how else to put it, you know? Like, no, we, we, we have, we have a bunch of people in our homebrew club right now uh, that are just passing or will soon be passing the online exam and uh, will be hopefully taking the tasting exam uh, this year, and uh, we we are trying to start, you know, down here in Southwest Michigan, a whole sort of a. And actually, there's a whole bunch of people uh, up north of us, about an hour away in Grand Rapids, that are uh, doing the same thing. We're we're, we're sort of trying to revitalize uh, with a younger crowd um, the the um, you know BJCP competition. Uh, good score sheet lots of amazing feedback sort of uh you know mindset around here um because a, a lot of the better judges are are aging out you know a lot of the ones that 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 started uh, the bjcp and have been doing this for a while um and and a lot of the younger crowd has sort of been left behind and and so people like matt you and me and, and jason like we we need to be there to sort of like get the energy flowing and, and be part of that solution. Um, right. Cause yeah, you can bitch and moan about getting bad feedback all day, but like, unless, you know, you're sitting there with a judging partner and being like, Hey, you know, it looks like half the lines on your sheet were empty on that last one. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like if we need to like talk about how to like fill it out a little bit better, or if you need some advice or something, like let's work on that. Let's, let's get it going. Like these people, like you said, Matt, they, they didn't pay for their entry into the competition, really. They paid yep. for those score sheets, right? Exactly. And, and, and getting a medal is, is great. It's awesome. Right. But right. So, like, we don't want to send anything in unless it's going to medal, right? But that's, <laughs> that's not, I mean, but, but no, really, it, like, it's just get feedback. I mean, exactly. Yeah. I, I've said this before, too, and it is a pet peeve of mine. I've, I've heard people say, you know, I bitched a couple years ago, you know, there was the, the great national. A debacle where you know they changed the score sheet without telling anybody and they they didn't give like any feedback and and a lot of people came out on reddit and they're like oh if you're in nationals you don't need the feedback you know your beer should be better than that and i say it's a resounding bullshit i don't give a fuck what level competition is we're home brewers we're not pro brewers we always need feedback at every level you know and i i expect that and we've we've had this conversation uh you know with grandmaster judges um, and, and I know Gail supports it and I'm, and we're actually, uh, so Gail Milburn is, um, uh, what is she, Brian, a, a GM three grandmaster three, I think maybe yeah. four. 
Yeah. Uh, so she's one of Michigan's uh, AHA representatives. She's been on the show a couple of times. Uh, we're actually planning on having her back on the show later in the year. We haven't talked to her at all about it uh, in person. Other than <laughs> she doesn't know she's coming on, but she's coming on. <laughs> no, she, she kind of offered, if you're listening, she probably might listen later, but um, you know, we're going to do like a, we'd like to do a guided tasting with Gail uh, to get into that. And, and Gail's been a huge sponsor and proponent of, of better feedback, uh, more feedback. Um, you know, I know other members of Gail's homebrew club, uh, uh, like the, the Motor City Masters is an amazing club, but like Mike Neville uh, is is my hero. Like I, he's the only judge I've seen, but you know, he's the first judge I've seen that'll like flip a sheet over and start writing on the back because he's just really? got so Ooh. much to to say uh -huh. and and offer, and and that's 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 amazing. That's that's you know, I, I want to balance that with you've got a limited amount of time, and right. you know, you got a lot of beer to go through. You have to be uh, respectful of the participant, but, but also be respectful of of, of yep. the venue as well. But you yeah, know, so. um, one thing that I've run into, and I don't really know how to fix it terribly much. I think, I think things like Master Homebrew Program will, will help out a little bit, anyways. But we have guys, and 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 I know some of them. I'm not going to name names or anything like that. But uh, I, we, we have guys that don't have access to a homebrew club, right? So they can't say, hey, taste this beer. Like they rely on on sending their beer out to, to other homebrewers and things like that to get a little bit of feedback. Well, you know, uh, my, palate, my palate's not like super advanced or anything like that. Like I can tell you that like I'm overly sensitive to like ginger, right? Oh. Um, but like I can't pick out, you know, DMS if DMS is even a real thing. I, I'm sure it is, but I, I'm just using that as a yeah, yeah as, as a thing, you know. But but we also seem to have like um, there was something that I noticed uh, not too long ago. There, there's one homebrew club. They seem to be able to to pick out uh, uh, things that are like accurate and and, and and things like that. Like how how do we help? people that want to compete on you know a circuit level or something like that maybe go outside their state but they don't have a club to be able to say hey takes this beer you know and shipping's expensive and things like that well when they enter these competitions they need good feedback you know and like i said i think things like master home brewer program will help out a little bit but you know I fracked my brain a little bit to help this, you know, one or two guys out like that. Yeah. It's hard when you don't have a club. Um, yeah. I, I think though, that there's still resources, you know, there there's, it's, I would say it, it's, you're probably, there's probably many locations that don't have homebrew clubs around there, but I, I still think those places probably have a, a craft brewery around there. And I think yeah. I would just take my beer down to the craft brewery and see if I could talk to a, a brewer. I mean, most of those brewers are home brewers, heart, and um, you know, you got to give it a try. Uh, worst case, you know, it, it does get down to shipping, right? You can go to Reddit, you can go to um, Master Home Brewer and Facebook, and hell, you can send us your beers, and we'll try it on air and give you as open and honest feedback as you can. Uh, right. But yeah, it, it does come down to shipping, and it's shitty. I I'm, I will I will chime in really quick and say no only because this is really fresh in my mind. Um, I, I listened to a, a recent podcast where uh, where John Kimmich from The Alchemist uh, was on it, and it was a 
Oh my God. I can't remember the name of the podcast right now. Somebody in chat helped me out. Uh, Pints <clears throat> and Panels and uh, the Donald Beer hosted. But in any case, um, they were they were talking to John and John had said, uh, you know, there's never been a time in history where there has been more craft beer available, but there has also never been a time in history where <laughs> there has been like, like, the where we're, we're there's so much really bad beer available right now too right so yeah so if you're gonna bring it into like your brewery or whatever like make sure it's like a, a brewery that you you like and trust and stuff like that because like it's really unfortunate <laughs> it but, is but but there's a lot of bad beer out there right now um and, and i don't mean to sound pessimistic about it um it's just anybody Another, can make beer, you know? And that's what I was going to say, though, too, is, is you also have to realize that, like, so, like, craft beer, they're not always brewing to, to style guidelines, right? Like like us homebrewers sure. that are, yeah, yeah, are yeah. trying to submit into these these competitions. I mean, they want to probably stay within a certain threshold, right? But No, but I, I think, I still think, so there's two things. Like, you, you, you can't ask your buddies. I'm sorry, you, you can't, because... I like Brian. I'm always telling him I love his beer and his beer is great and his beer is wonderful and it's amazing even if it no, tastes like shit. I will like tell shit. you if your beer is shit. Yeah. I know you and I will, but I'm just saying in general, <laughs> right? buddies suck when it comes they, to they open and honest feedback. And so yeah. maybe they get know, used to that house strain of wild yeast you got in there that you should yep. really take care of. And for or they just like you too much and they can't give you the, the, the open and honest feedback. You know, I, you're right. And, and, I really think that's something that Brian and I have worked with our club for a long time. Like we didn't used to be able to say, you know, who told you last week, Brian, that, 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 uh, that your, your beer was diacetyl. Oh, I, I walked right up to Tim Wicklin and I'm like, Tim, like, like taste this beer. Does this taste like diacetyl? Cause I'm like, I, I am super not sensitive to it. And as I was like pouring, putting together a growler of it, um like a little bit of it spilled out in like my bucket and like 20 minutes later i caught a little bit of that buttery popcorn thing and like normally i never get that so i'm like oh shit is there actually something in this and it just needed a little bit of time to like waft around you know my my keyser or something and i brought it up to him because i know that he has a, a nose for it and he's like dude this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> well, what's funny, what's funny is, is so he identifies this, uh, this, this growler, uh, and, and Brian quickly takes it and like sets it off to the side and is like, don't drink that. It's, it's a diacetyl bomb. And then I went, I know, and then I go and I got to try it. And well, then, I, did, I, set to, it right? I, I set it off to the side because I, I, I was walking up, I, you know, I, I went around to people and I'm like, if you don't know what diacetyl tastes like, I brought a perfect example tonight. Yep. Well, Everybody, Mike I Burns, see, like, people I talked to, like a bunch of people went over to try it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Tea, you know, I would just to, if it's an other like example of of that off flavor or whatever. You know, as as a home brewer that's kind of done some wild shit here, right? So um, I've kind of felt like the best thing that I've done to help develop my palate, other than drink more beer, is to brew with Clyke. Um, I think like Clyke has some very like extreme esters in, you know, phenols and stuff like that. And so like, if, if you're reading style guidelines and you're trying to say, okay, what's moderate, what's acceptable and like all this other stuff, if you have an idea of what it is that's in that beer, 
maybe you can pick it out a little bit better if you have all those extreme examples, right? And so like you can use an abuse quiet, it'll still make a good beer, but you'll have some of those like, I, I think I can pick out things like citrus and tropical fruits a little bit more. Granted, I was able to do that from a young child because like I ate some of that stuff, but mm-hmm. you're not, mm-hmm. you you don't have this, the the whole like grand scale of things, right? You know, um, I didn't really know what phenolics was until I used hothead quake and that's a phenolic bomb. Like, you know, and now, now I can pick up on it just a little bit. Like I never tasted that in a German Hefeweizen beer. It was always bananas to me, but now I can go back and have some of those examples and say, okay, there's the cloves, there's the phenols, like, and understand where they came from. Your mouth's open. <laughs> I don't, so what was your thought? No, I was trying to go back through. I was, I was trying to like what you said. You know, resonated with the, um, you know, with BJCP styles. And so I, I, I just wanted just to throw a wrench in that and to kind of be um, different. Uh, BJCP styles is great to target to brew for. Yeah. There is a big difference between brewing to a BJCP style and then also brewing a beer for a competition, um, which I, th- I think a lot of the people in the, in the Master and Brewer program has figured out, um, you know, because especially in our talk last, well, last show three weeks ago, you know, with, with hearing about the, you know, the, kind of the research gone into, you know, styles that have meddled and things like that, you know, if you want to call it sniping or whatever. I'm a big fan of it, so I'm not trying to knock on it at all. But there, we do we did a couple of shows, and I was trying to find one of them um, where, where we do talk about how to brew for a competition. And I really do believe that if you want to do well in competitions, you kind of got to go a little bit outside of the BJCP styles to make your beer stand out. I'm with you. Um, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to find it to be like go back and check out episode blah blah blah, but I can't. I can't fucking find it. So. <laughs> 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 so so uh, that that can be using like a kvike yeast or uh uh you know right, experimental hop yeah yeah or experimental hop that's or, that's uh, what got me thinking of it though is the, yeah. the kvike yeast to try to find some like you know stronger esters more prominent flavors you know how to how to pick some some you know different GMO maybe, yeast or, yeah yeah <laughs> I, I found that like brewing uh to the top end of the abv like range it tends to help out a little bit too a lot of the time like i would even say like top into the ibu range too yeah i've, yeah. I've heard i've heard like top end of everything like yeah. so your color adjustment your you know and, and unless it's supposed to be the light a light beer then you want to make sure that that thing is like looking at water you know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's also like the lowest point you know total so don't right stress about it too much yeah you can have your three points if i can have all my other ones but f- fill out the score sheet the, the, <laughs> the goal really is to make it to the mini boss and then you know it's somebody else's problem it's all it's all a it's all a beauty show from there right <clears throat> it's is 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 your beer like super tasty like it doesn't even necessarily need to like hit the spec exactly. Like, is it just the tastiest of what's on the table? You know, mm-hmm. so 
like like you gotta kind of weave that in like hit the hit the specs but also somehow get tweak it just a little bit i mean having the opportunity to watch best of shows happen and you know especially like a large cop or larger cop like even you know not not saying michigan beer cup is is large but you know when when they're sitting there and that best of show round has you know 25 30 beers in front of them and those judges are are they're looking at that landscape and they're picking up ones going oh that's boring and it's dumb you know up oh, boring dump and so you know that so you got it kind of changes my mindset to be like don't be boring you know be big go ho- or go home so mm-hmm. i think but but so i kind of got into a little bit of this argument right of like even though appearance is only worth say three points on the score sheet mm-hmm. when you go down into that score sheet and you have that overall impressions and things like that I can't see like the normal human psyche or whatever saying, okay, well, this beer looks dirty. So therefore it's a dirty beer. So I'm going to start dinging it everywhere I can. Right. You know? So I think, I think you've got to take all those things as seriously as possible. Uh, You do. And, 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 and yeah, maybe not beat yourself over one point in a three point part of the thing. But when you, we're visual creatures first, right? Yep. I, I think it's, it's, I, I, what I meant by it is it, it's not, it, it, it's not one of the things that's going to get nitpicked. I don't think, you know, if you're, if you're sitting there and you're submitting an American logger and you can't see through it, you fucked up, you know, and there's right. other things wrong with that beer. But if you're sitting there with a, an Amber, that's a little Brown. I don't think it's a big deal, uh, right. you know, and, and it, it's that kind of, that might be a shitty example, but still like, that's, that's the kind of thing like appearance, unless it's egregiously wrong, probably isn't gonna, you know, weigh it. And, 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 and most of the sheets, you know, and I've, I've gone through a few hundred sheets for the last comp we did. Most of the appearance sections just have the three points, like three points, three points, three points, you know, like, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a. I've gotten a few back with one. Really? Yeah. I um, I, I stepped away for a sec. We but I will. Nothing but bad, bad I, <laughs> I, I will say regarding appearances, since I since I just stepped back into this, um, and and again, this is something that we shouldn't do as judges, but it's something that's just going to happen because that's the way that human bias works is that if you get a you know american ipa to you that you know is like a beautiful like light copper color like a two-hearted or something like that but it's like murky and it tastes wonderful it's a fantastic beer i mean you're gonna lose points on appearance too but like that's gonna affect what you think of the way that the beer tastes and smells and like and and it shouldn't right it just shouldn't no but, and but, that, but that's something that we oh, I, I think that, yeah i think that's what i was saying is it's got to be it's got to be egregious and then there's other things too like to be honest with you judges you know are expected in a bjcp comp judges are expected to be within five points of each other yes. and you know if you've it, it, you know and, and as an organizer uh 
you know, I can tell you it's hard to find BJCP judges. And so you're throwing, you know, amateur or, you know, warm bodies at it. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and so I, I do see, you know, sometimes where it's like, if there's a discrepancy and they need to come up on a point, I think appearance is an easy, easy place to go, you know, okay, well, I'll drop drop it here, you know, or whatever. Um, Or it's like the first go-to place, but not saying like all of the, all of the segments are, are important. Right. Um, I think though, we're saying the same thing. Yeah. You know, you can, you can get there uh, as long as your beer is clean and good tasting. Yeah. So when when I volunteered uh, to judge, you know, I'm I'm nobody. Like, and <laughs> you are absolutely some. You're you're, you're, a, you're yeah. a goddamn Operation Fermentation Medal winner, huh? right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so and then so, secondly, you're an amazing YouTuber, which I want to yeah, talk about later. I want to talk about your rock and roll Well, we'll we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, so so um, I volunteered to to help judge. And, uh, you know, so, so you're matched up with, with your judges and stuff. And so like, I'm intimidated. I've never done anything like this before. So I start reading, like, like, how do you judge beer and, and, and all this stuff? Right. So I'm sitting across from my fellow judge, the, the, the senior of the table. And I'm like, okay, so I read that, that the perfect judge, right. The, the, the best judge is going to say, okay, this beer starts off at 50 and we work our way down. And he's like, well, I mean, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I do. And then so then like I get put with another judge and he he starts off at zero and works his way up. So I'm like, okay, well, that's a little different, right? So then I got with another judge and he said, fuck all that shit. Let's pour the beer. Look at it. Does it look disgusting? Smell it. Does it smell disgusting? Taste it. Does it taste disgusting? Okay, now that we've got all that out of the way, all that that you just experienced, how does that match up with the guidelines? And I was like, that, that is the way, you know, this mm-hmm. th- this is the way, you know? And he's like, okay, so, and, you know, so he caught me at the very beginning because like, I'm like, okay, you know, pour the beer and hurry up and look at my notes and, you know, oh, you know, look at all this. He's like, stop just stop. And so like when I was able to like let go of all that, I found that like my score was within two points of his instead of like at the other tables where we're like seven, 10, eight points away. And, you know, everybody's trying to have to make compromises and this and that. So then I get tacked onto like a mini best of show table. And so I'm, I'm sitting there and we're, we're going back and forth, you know, and, and all this other stuff. And like, I'm like, no, this is not right. I, I will not stand for this. And I don't care if you are the senior of the table and like this dude back down and, <laughs> and, and I, I feel good about that. You know, I, yeah. I, I judged yeah. like three different sessions. And so it's like, you know, what, like nine, 10 flights worth of, worth of beers and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, now I just need to work on myself leaving good detailed notes towards things that I experience, you know. Have you have you started the process? Have you taken the online exam or so this is as far along in the process that I am. I know that there's a process. <laughs> Fair. 
no, I, I've got a lot of stuff going on the last couple of weeks when I, I kind of got the, the fire on, under me to say, yep. okay, like I'm going to be part of the solution, not the part of the problem. I, I kind of got to get some stuff out from under me and then I'm, yep. I'm, I'm going to start really like, okay, start volunteering for some of these competitions to ju help judge and experience all this other stuff. I, I would say look good, at the, a, a good opportunity, if you can take advantage of it, is go steward a competition. Yes. I mean, don't, don't necessarily judge because then you get to float around, you get to listen to judges. What I love doing as a steward too is <clears throat> you get to take those sheets away with that bottle of beer and read what those people say and taste and compare, uh, you know, and, and that was fun. Um, but no, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I think earlier in the year, our first show of the year, it's like, it's where I told Brian, like, look, I'm not going to be a BJCP judge this year. I got too much other shit going on. I'm going to focus on being a, a competition coordinator and a good organizer. Uh, right. See, I ain't, got, ain't nobody got time for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's think, a young man's game <laughs> you know going back to you matt and your your kind of like confidence too and stuff like that like i i think that it's very important it's it it's really nerve-wracking really going into your first uh judging session or two like yeah uh like really like i i because you just want to be the best you want to you want to give somebody really good feedback you want to make sure that like you know you you are giving this beer a score that it deserves and and like you know the the number that you put down determines whether you know somebody gets a gold a silver a bronze and stuff like it feels like there's a lot of pressure or whatever but um one one thing that somebody told me is that like you, you don't have to feel pressure because like the score and the notes that you give are are the things that you taste and um d defend that like it's it's okay to move up or down when the judge across from you doesn't taste the same things as you. That's why you're judging with a you know in a pair. And that's um, that's why I went back to that whole like we're just trying to personalize the hundred percent. Yeah, or objectify the personal experience. Yeah, have, but but, yeah. E but even if you're new, like don't don't if don't feel afraid to like. Uh, you don't you don't have to be aggressive about it, but like don't feel afraid to like be like you know, oh, nice. oh, no, so, you don't so understand. This, so this is why I taste and this is why I gave it this score. Yeah, yeah. And uh and and uh you know this has been brought up multiple times too, but the BJCP guidelines are guidelines, they're not yes. rules, right? And so, and I, I would like to reaffirm that too, because there are just some just like digger heels into the sand aspects yeah. of, of some of that stuff. Like yeah. You know the moderate what what the hell is moderate like what's moderate to you is not moderate to me you know 100 it's so subjective there's another youtuber a friend of ours that we did a couple of shows with matt ashman he has trouble brewing and i remember when i one of That's the first channel videos. not 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 his <laughs> skill set <laughs> thank you for calling it out yeah, yeah. matt ashman so, uh, so yeah. I, I i think there's a natural like like a uh, collaboration that should happen between he and I. Like we'll, we'll no chill it. We won't boil it. Like I'll set you, know. you guys up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But maybe, maybe we'll do open stuff. fermentation on it. Yeah. One yeah. of the first shows I or one of one of one of the first videos on Matt's channel that I watched was Matt had entered the same beer in Michigan State Fair and Michigan Beer Cup, which are judged were at the time judged a week apart from each other. And uh, I don't know which one did he win the medal in? Beer cup? Beer cup. 
So he, he won a bronze and beer cup, and he did in place. Are oh, you talking about the year before? Might have been the year before. I think. But anyway, when the, in the particular year, he 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 yeah, it was it was before that. He he got a, a medal in one comp, and he didn't place in the other comp, and he's like, and there's a he's got a video on his on his channel where he's like comparing their notes. Uh-huh. Same beer, you know, just you know, same batch, all that shit. And oh yeah so oh, different yeah. it's so subjective you know and it's oh, just yeah. it's it's really crazy you know um i mean you can do the best you can to brew to style to to make sure your, your process is clean your beer is consistent but in the end of the day it's just some guy drinking your beer and if you know you don't know did he just smoke a cigarette did he there this, you go yeah this this right here was a year old wow condition really right i i entered it into the same competition the year before it scored a 23 now it scored a 37 and got me a medal there you go no chill it's all subjective no chill yeah exactly (laughs) the the shade again (laughs) i'm going to grab another beer well, while you do that, I, I want to share. We've we've been talking about feedback or something. This sure. this is this is nowhere here nor there, uh, really. Um, but I I just want to share a, uh, um, a a score sheet overall feedback portion that I got that I thought was uh, pretty funny the other day. So um, this is from uh, uh, the Texas Mead Cup. So up firm. Uh, so th- this ended up getting a 37. This is a uh, a black currant mead that I entered, <clears throat> but it says definitely not expected. I feel it needs a better ferment or less juice slash fruit. I am definitely heading out for seafood tonight after this shrimp cocktail sauce mead. Dang, I'm hungry. Well done. Maybe a little water addition helped <laughs> in the end, lending it back to a possible mead. So like you know like. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I, mean, com- I, I love it you know it's yeah. fine it, it's fine but like <laughs> that's that's the sort of stuff that you just kind of have to roll with the punches on <laughs> i had one come back this said would would buy in public but not in private <laughs> okay yeah thanks yeah. maybe uh um my uh so this was uh this was maybe a couple episodes ago but uh one of the one of the guys uh tim in our, our homebrew club um he, he he'll be listening to this tomorrow but uh gordon strong uh uh reviewed his beer uh judge i'm sorry well it was a graph but so an experimental beer uh i don't i don't remember exactly what he ended it under but it was a it was a fest beer uh, mixed with a cider and uh and uh his comment was like basically would have rather just had the fest beer <laughs> you know like <laughs> but he but he scored it well and it's still, it's still it meddled, so, right no i don't think that graph did I did it i think it did did, I, did that take the bronze I think it took the bronze. I think okay, it's still okay. metal. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> and I was listening while I walked away, and I still don't understand. Tim, Tim will I, comment read, on this tomorrow. I've read the comment on your chocolate cherry mead. 
I don't understand. I, I don't, you know, I just don't get where he got. What, what the fuck does shrimp cocktail come in? Oh, that, that, that was black current. That was my black current lead. Or black current. Still, where does shrimp cocktail come in? Soy sauce, I think. I think some people get a lot of soy sauce from black current. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. What What did they have to eat before they judged? <laughs> I might, I'm just going to assume that that's towards the end of like the the night and like one of the last needs of the flight and like it's He's trashed it there's is no soy it is. sauce yeah, in there. there's like, there's a lot of acid that's that's it's one of my favorite score sheets that i've ever gotten like i, I you should hang that up I i'm would, going to <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah all right should we talk about your rockin beer oh yeah um sure if you want to um unfortunately i have dug everywhere in my storage, my fridge, just everywhere that I stashed beer to see if I had another one because I wanted to celebrate that win. Uh, but I also wanted to take note of the quote unquote possible brat infection that they picked up on it. Uh, oh, on interesting. Yeah, exactly. So um, I had drunk the last one that I knew about Friday before we got results but uh, I haven't been able to find another one of them. Do you still have the uh, the recipe floating around? I sure do. Actually, I went ahead and pulled it up on Beersmith. Dang. So uh, I am. I'm like a Boy Scout. <laughs> I've, I've even got a... Loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, oh brave, God, clean, Brian. and loving. All right. All right. I, 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 I did it for some shit, man. <laughs> so... Uh, I even have my last beer ready. So, what's your last beer? This is my Dunkelbach. Ooh, sounds like it's got some good hiss. Yep, it does. Um, so for the um rock and beer, where do we want to start? Um, let's talk about grain. Uh, so for my grain, uh, I threw in a pound of rice hulls because of all that rye. Yeah. Okay. All that rye came in at 44.4%. Okay. I do not play around with rye. Yeah. It might as well be uh, rye wine at that point. Holy smokes. Which you still owe me a recipe for. I do. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I got uh, Pell Maris Otter, 22.2%. Pilsner Two-Row German, 22.2%. Okay. It was really important to me for this recipe to have like all the continental type, you know, malts and stuff, right? You really wanted to be like the historic, historic, right? Exactly. Cool. Um, Carafa won almost 2%, and then uh, Crystal 120 almost at 2%. Was it Carafa one special or just like the regular Carafa one? Regular Carafa one. Okay. Um, so, and, I'm, and I'm trying cheers. to think. Yeah, cheers, dude. Yeah, here. Um, yeah. So, so let's talk about hops then. Uh, sauce hops. I'm a big sauce fan. Um, I actually, because of the previous notes that I had been getting back, I just changed up my hop schedule a little bit for the version that I'm fixing to brew here in a uh, another weekend or two. Uh, so this one, this version has uh, 12.6 IBUs going in at 60, and then 4.4 IBUs going in at the last 15. Okay. And then that's, that's know, a lot of that's a lot of sauce for 
for 26 IBUs. Uh, 3.75 alpha assets. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So a uh, little I bit mean, of bittering, a little bit of just like aroma at the end there. A lot of yeah. rye, a lot of rice hulls. Yeah, no, I no really wanted mash. Well, I brew in a bag, so, um, okay. you know, I do squeeze the bag, though. Um, but uh, with the saws and the rye and everything, I was really looking for that deep earthiness, uh, trying to help, you know, get the, the, the rye expressed even more. Right. You know, pump it up. Um, Warflock tablet, yeast nutrient, you know, uh, 10 and 15 minute intervals, and then... Um, I'm using Hefweizen yeast on it. Okay. And then you let that one sit a year. Like, was that intentional or did you just be no. like, I want to enter this comp? So here. No. Yeah. I was like, I need to enter this comp. Uh, so this is another one that let, let me pull my notes out here real quick. I, no, I, you're I, fine, dude. Well, so I know over here. When, this may not be something you have notes on or even remember <clears throat> or even had the technology for at the time, but when uh, when people use heavy yeast a lot, they tend to have like very specific like temp control like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. schedules. Did, did you do anything like special like start no. cool or anything? Okay, okay. No, no, I was hoping that I would try to pick up a little bit on those banana esters to help off balance a little bit of the earthy cloviness. Uh, so I did it at room temperature, uh, really hoping to, you know, get the esters and not the phenols on of the yeast there. Yep, sure. Um, so this one, it scored a 23, 34.5, 37, and then a 39 in that order uh, through competitions. Once nice. a mini best of show. And uh, so I caught myself, I was like, crap, I've really like led up on that last half of brewing uh last year um but this competition's fixing to happen man this beer went to many best of show let's see what happens you know i've got some of it sticking around not a whole lot of it and uh i'm happy i i, I did it and that's that's pretty much all i did for op firm was I, I went and took beers that had made it to many best of show and was like that's what's going into op firm and so, uh a lot so of them that- got beat up that score progression that you just listed off. Yeah, that's was, wild. Was that, that big swing. Was that mm-hmm. that one batch or was that rebrews? All all the same batch. This really? this the so batch. So it really that, just shows age. And and so you're a Berliner guy, right? You you'll appreciate this. Uh 32, 34. Oh, I'm sorry, 27, 32, 34, 44.5 in that order last year. Same batch. So four different competitions. Mm-hmm. It got a forty-four point five, and it didn't medal. I missed the medal to my best friend by that half point. It, it wasn't uh, was it Chris Morrow, was it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes. Say, let's all give a big fuck you. To, no. <laughs> I love this. I, I read uh, someone described Saz as uh, smelling like the bottom of a lawnmower. I can I can see that. I can like, do that. Yeah. 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 And, and a, a, a delicious, delicious lawnmower. <laughs> but yeah, yes. I was just I was just gonna say, I, who said that's a bad smell? Uh, oh, I would. I don't I, think anybody. Yeah. I would. I would. I would throw those gra- grass clippings into uh, my mash. All right. 
that's the next thing that we got to try, I guess, right? Oh, hey, I live on a homestead. I'm just saying, like, Ooh, there you go. Like, okay. like we get we got shit happening over here. The chickens. You must. Let's see the next keepers comp. You must use <laughs> ingredients from your property. From your property. <laughs> I can do that. I've got hops. Um, we got apartment brewers that are like stripping copper pipes down. Like, <laughs> <standard>. <laughs> uh, right on. No, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad you don't have any more bottles of that. I, I would love I, to hear I'm that. I'm kind of upset that uh, my friends are so thirsty. Like, I just, <laughs> no, because like, so I've, I've got this really good German friend. Um, he's very familiar with this beer. Uh, he's he's had two other iterations of it. And uh, this last time he was like, dude, this is home. Like, this is, this is what I would get at home. Good job. And, and I... So, snag that recipe from you later and maybe we can yeah. make, uh, make a post on it too just to kind of supplement sure. the, the episode or something oh yeah sure yeah, that'd be cool okay yeah definitely. I'm, i've been uh, making actually, notes of things that i need to do after the episode actually so if if you go i have a video on this beer even better yep all right let's I'll, uh, find video <laughs> video i'm working on it <laughs> I uh, I I blew through all of my low ABV beers, and I um, I brought up a bottle of Bell's Expedition Stout just in case. I, the, the show went a little bit longer, and, and I needed something else to drink, so that's uh, that's what we're finishing on tonight, probably. That's uh, I actually uh, I had to dip into the PBR, yeah, so. It's a uh, kind of fruity. The judge for this uh, this one in the op firm too, because this went to a mini best of show. They said it's meaty. Okay. I was like, I don't don't know, but let me crack that so, open tonight and see. Well, uh, do, you, I, do, you, do you get any of that? Like sometimes it comes off as a little soy saucy. They said that that they suspected that it was uh, the from going like coal crashing to packaging. They said if you if you cold crash too quickly, you can pick up a meaty taste. I've never heard of that. I call bullshit on that. Uh, it's called cold crashing for a reason, but 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 some people know a lot more than I do. But so there, that's fine. but there's also people out there that smoke crack. So. <laughs> I, I will say an important part of cold crashing, if you can ever possibly do it just to make sure you have a CO2 source hooked up to your uh, like airlock or blow off tube or something. So you're not sucking air back in so now, now, that negative pressure. But Brian says this all the time. He feels passionate about this. I call bullshit on it <laughs> and, <laughs> and feel like it's a giant pain in the ass and, and it, it doesn't do anything. So, so I I'm at an awkward position now and uh, it'd be nice to pick both of your brains. Then uh, I've got two lockers going right now um and they're both finishing up it's fixing to be time to get to that cold crash area right so uh i had just recently read that if you bump it down about three or four degrees a day that uh you you will not incur the suck back that is completely false yeah i think it's false 
well, the, the the pressure is going to become negative regardless like yeah but i almost so in my opinion and i know you're going to show loggers boys go ahead logger boy so i'm i'm a oh god i'm a logger boy hold on how do we do this how do we do my, my, uh, you're just all fucked up you just fucked it up just stop logger boys <laughs> um, <laughs> you know it really look the the i i feel like in, in what i started doing versus what what brian does is um i just started sealing the vessel you know like if, if i'm fermenting in my speedo which is what i do most of the time i just put the cap on it uh there the 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 cold crashing of that beer doesn't create enough negative pressure to really do anything i i, I don't know i just don't I, it's not going to rupture your fucking carboy or something or or cave in your bucket but so. it, yeah, it's, it's not about that it's about the oxygen that that's about the air that gets sucked back in i know like, but okay in my case right i'm doing it from speedle when i when i when it's time when i'm done cold crashing i set it up and i'm i'm racking the speedle into the the uh keg i'm doing that from the bottom because i'm doing bottom draw and it just don't i don't there's not enough oxygen exposure there's no you're, oxygen. you're loosening up the the top or whatever to when you but that's on the top layer and there's that whole thing is filled with co2 and so it you're is. loosening it up and it's just coming down and i'm I'm draining but it's still exposing it like you know what it, there's, still, there's not like a layer right like air it, comes in and it bounces all fucking around and stuff i still like have that, like. almost well i still have almost as many metals <laughs> as you do brian so it's true so i think that that is the <laughs> second best way to do it because i think there's minimal exposure that way but uh, I'm I'm honestly to I think tell you the truth. Better ways. I'm I'm at the point where I'm thinking about just transferring it off the yeast cake into the keg and just lagering it in the the keister that way. Well, I mean, I, I think that's what a lot of people do. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That way, I don't have to risk the oxygen exposure. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I wasn't talking 100%. specifically about lagers. Lagers, you're 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 probably you're fine. I, I was thinking more of like the IPAs or ales that you've got at a higher temperature that you need to crash to drop shit out of suspension so you don't want right. some of that shit in your keg well see i'm willing to take take that because like war flock and, and and all that right like that that knocks most of the shit out like in ales right in my opinion anyways it, it depends on the beer i mean like if you're doing a wheat beer you're gonna get a lot of floaty uh um, i feel like a wheat beer you should you should just expect that <laughs> But I mean, depending on the beer, there could be a lot of floaties. There could be a lot of right. of, of protein strings and uh, and stuff that are just in suspension. That I think it's important to crash out. But I also Brian does more um, hazy IPAs and, and and crunchy IPAs and that, that are, I think the are are crunchy. More, whatever. <laughs> no, I want to know now. Yeah. I want to have a crunchy IPA. No, you're you're green. That's what I call the the like the West Coast style. Your piney shit that you. Oh, I like this. Oh, oh, trash coast. Yeah. <laughs> piney, dank, dank, dank. crunchy. Okay. I like I, I, I like hazy IPAs, but that's that's. I awesome. like fruity citrusy IPAs. I don't like green. Like juicy, they're yeah, juicy. yeah, yeah. West Coast IPAs, they, they're yeah, they're terrible, and people that like them are terrible. I'll break in my heart. 
Breaking my heart. Breaking it. <laughs> I feel like this episode's going off the rails. So well, what's what you have to have yeah, you made it was it supposed to, wasn't it? Where, where's my no hold on though? I, I gotta get there. What where's your what what? Cold IPA. Oh, um, there's the ticker. I don't even know it, but that we had a topic. Um, I agree with Shana. West Coast is coming back. Hazy IPA is 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 fading a little bit. I think, right? Like, you know, it's coming back. People are craving like drier, balanced, slightly bitter beers these days, especially with like the warm weather coming. Like, what's you know coming back? Tim, Tim, will, Tim will get me when he listens to this. <laughs> Fucking loggers. <laughs> 2023, you're the loggers. Logger. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm a logger boy, right? Logger boy. I Matt, you this... got some loggers coming up? Yeah. Yep. I'm, uh, I am I got a secret plan. I can't talk about it. Oh, no. I mean, you, you you know about it, and I, I don't want to talk about it yet. I won't, I won't spoil it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If I pull it off, uh, Jason's going to be proud. Oh. <laughs> I haven't, I, and, and I won't not chill any of them, too. <laughs> well, no, okay. I take that back. One will, one will be no chill. But. So, yeah, if I pull it off, it's going to be awesome. Right I, I get the rub I look a lot of salt. A lot you gotta, of salt. You got to ship it up here. Salt in the earth. Yeah, we'll 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 pay for the shipping and get your beer up here or whatever, man. Like, we'll, I, well, I'm I st- I'm still working on your box of beer. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll ship you some of uh, Jason and I's beers, and we'll get some of yours, and we'll have it back on again, and we'll we'll shit all over each other's beers. And, oh, dude, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't review. I don't care anymore. I'm going op firm for God's sakes. He says, "Matt needs some Logger Boys merch." Well, uh, so when I send you a beer, I'm going to send you. Oh, I'll send you uh, like a patch or some stickers or something. We'll, Do it, yes. We'll make sure it's I, like that. So, okay, so like growing up, right, and you know, drinking beer maybe before I should have or whatever. Uh, it was Coors, but you know, uh, Bud, uh, that type of thing. Well, then you know, I started getting into stouts and Hefeweizens and yeah. all that, and so so I, I kind of stayed that way. Um, I thought that I was a cool boy drinking. Um, Shiner Bach uh, down here. Uh, that's a uh, yeah. Vienna Lager. It's not a Bach. So that kind of hurt my feelings when I found that out. But whatever. Um, but I, I didn't know what a dry beer was, right? And so thanks to my brew club, uh, we do a thing where we uh, match up experienced brewers to like a little less experienced brewers. And so you know, you take them under your wing. You kind of show them a couple things and. It's also it's also to try to kind of bring you down a notch too. some things that maybe you didn't understand or, or, you know, new things that that are happening if you're just stuck in your ways. Right. And it's to kind of just build the whole club up. So uh, we uh, did uh, Belgian beers was the challenge of that year. I had never had a Belgian beer my entire life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. spent so much damn money on Belgian beers to, to learn um, the styles, right? Okay, cool. Holy crap, y'all. If you have not had like a Trappist Double, you're you're missing some great stuff in life right there. Like, you There's know. There's nothing else like it, right? Exactly. 100%. And, yeah. And you know, like dry beers, I didn't know what a dry beer was until I had a saison. Like 
if you like IPAs and you just want something that's refreshing, drink a damn saison. Don't don't drink an IPA. What's wrong with you, for God's sakes? Like, joking. Drink whatever you want. To no, do. no, hundred percent. <laughs> like, but, but, there are some people that just brew saisons because they're so the the, the range of what you can brew. Oh yeah, like, within saison, it's like, like it's yes, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> we, we we have a huge uh, farmhouse brewery down here. Uh, Jester King, yeah, uh, mixed mixed fermentation, dude. Every day of the week, I would drink one of those things. Like, yes, like you know, if I was a rich man, I am not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, they, have, they have a lot of their own strains and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it started off as a French and a Belgian strain, and then they went and they collected a bunch of vegetation around their their uh, right. lot, and then got the bacteria in there so there's lacto and there's brett and pedio and a little bit of cedo like there's everything in that thing and it is a wonderful wonderful beer so is that on your like docket you want to do some like sort of like I, a I stole their yeast wild... I, oh, okay, okay. I, I stole their yeast there's a video uh called hell saison uh check that out i cultured uh hell hail. Saison. h-a-i like hell 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 yeah i'm from yeah. texas east texas <laughs> we say things like warsh <laughs> well we do we do that in uh in michigan too to be honest uh, I, originally i'm from kentucky so <laughs> but um you know, I, I actually stole some uh, Trappist ale yeast too out of the bottles and repitched those. That was that was a fun experiment. That's cool. Okay. I'm just bored over here. I have no friends. No. <laughs> I, should, I should move to Michigan. You should. Uh, dude, Michigan's amazing. We we got a we got a lot of people, but you got yeah, there's a lot. There's a big circuit down in Texas. There's got to be yeah. a lot of homebrewers down there, like. Oh, there's there a is. couple circuits down there. There's there Lone Star. There's uh, yeah, I participate in Lone Star. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. No, I, I actually have a lot of friends. It's just I, it's it's just one of those things, man. You know, you, you got kids and everything else, and so like most of the time I'm mashing in, you know, as the sun comes up and, mm -hmm. and all that, you know, just to try to get get it going, and then you know I was stupid and was like hey i hate free time let me make a youtube channel so now i have to film everything find time to edit it and then you know kind of market it and all that other stuff but i and then I have find no time to participate in you know, other people's shit too like i you know what this. no no <laughs> I, love, I love things like this because like i don't have to edit this I, yeah, just, that's fair. I, I just i just helped promote it a little bit on, on some of my social media stuff i was like hey i'm doing this come check these guys out we drink beer we talk about crazy shit Let's well you're, you're like an hour ahead of us too right so it's only like eight there now uh yeah so yeah you still got a little bit of time yet tonight i'm an hour ahead of you behind us we're, we're nine okay so you're yeah you're yeah here. okay est we are in the edge of EST. So Texas is so big, we have two different time zones. 
mountain in central yep. okay yep okay. yep the very very edge towards the west is in mountain kind of crazy entire united states just needs to adopt one one time and then you know everything it wouldn't work out though no no i know i'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> that would be absolutely awful yeah. imagine like it's like 4 a.m and like sunny out and you're just like no why yeah. <laughs> call your mom on the west coast <laughs> yeah. like new, it's new here you're waking her up <laughs> no but all right man i i don't know uh i got i got some stuff from you that i need to do when when you log off i gotta post your youtube link you gotta post uh, the lacto link for jason's pills uh, i gotta get your rag and beer recipe and or find your video i put the video in chat perfect no, in well, comments we'll, we'll i'm, I'm like trying to catch that. up in the comments but yeah you should do a better post okay <laughs> we'll do that um you got anything else tonight man like well i don't know i i can talk about anything i, I love talking about homebrew we i i will literally so i the only reason i said that is because i feel like i'm keeping you on uh, we're we're gonna sit here and no. drink until no. uh <laughs> until no. until the sun comes up so Records okay four hours and we don't need to come close four and a half four and a half oh oh <laughs> we, we won't get we won't keep you on for four and a half we do maybe. do a we do oh, do another oh, oh, show oh, oh, oh. That's that's a that's a petty stream. Eight. <laughs> we, we do do a show in in uh, November where we um where we we get on and we drink seltzers until we black out. So we'll invite you for that. Uh, that's for <laughs> all of our past guests, all of our friends. We call it Friendsgiving. So, um, should we? Yeah. Grab one more beer and then talk about the master homebrew program a little bit more in depth, real quick with matt and then let's call it good okay let's do it i'm gonna go grab a beer real quick i will be right back so let, while he does that then matt why why did you start your youtube channel uh again to kind of be another source uh to give back to the community uh, but another source of information uh document kind of my progression even of of homebrewing you know uh something to kind of just leave leave behind help people learn some stuff uh to kind of help engage in a community that is probably more positive focused on learning and sharing things you know um things like you know no chill and clike and things like that like like there are some positive sources out there right but you know we 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 do have some more negative connotations with some of this stuff and so if you look at a lot of youtube channels out there right now there there's a lot of guys that have been doing it for you know seven ten years or whatever and so they're talking about some very like huge three barrel you know system that they have in their deal and everything's bright and shiny there's four pumps in the system and this and that i kind of wanted to take more of a uh, and an approach back a little bit, you know, like I live on a homestead here, you know, I've got chickens out there. I feed the grains too, after I'm done, Nice. you know, um, I'm a direct fire kettle brewing a bag kind of guy, you know, um, 
up until really recently, most of my fermentations were in those plastic buckets that you used to get in the homebrew store, you know. Um, I got a uh, all-rounder not too long ago, and then um, I, I have a stainless steel uh, fermenter with temperature control. Uh, my all-rounder has temperature control. So, like, I'm I'm transitioning a little bit, but I don't ever want to leave those roots behind of of being kind of more of a simple brewer's approach sure. uh, you know try to have a little bit more simpler recipes and techniques and stuff uh be able to play around and not be tied to you know uh this huge sponsor that that i have to plug or anything like that i'm just me uh, i'm you you know yep. i'm i'm these guys in the comments and and stuff like that that's just trying to like hey i wonder if xyz and do it you know and not have to worry about any of that kind of stuff that's really why we got into it. i mean we're just bored during COVID, and um we've we've like insisted that we're never going to make a dime off of this and that's why we don't care about subscribers and we do this for us and our community and our friends just to hang right. out and be with cool people but no man i i <clears throat> you know i still laugh at brian i brew all of my shit until recently until i started moving i brewed all my shit on my kitchen stove uh because it's my kitchen and yeah. My wife don't cook and uh <laughs> I, I so I still knock out a couple of brews on the you know inside and on the stove from time to time just to kind of fill up those rainy days or yeah, I don't want to brew things. outside. It's cold. <laughs> Shit, I wish it was cold. Yeah. <laughs> but uh hi, I'm back. I found a beer. You found a beer? Did you have to go on a treasure? I, I didn't i it's the last beer that was left in the fridge up upstairs here um the local brewery and a guy in our homebrew club uh that started this brewery. brewing no no uh jake and presidential oh presidential okay uh he had a was it his anniversary party or was it just presidential president's day that he released it? i think it was just because it was his an, no it was his anniversary oh it's his anniversary is president okay day. okay yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, he has a really nice soured 55 gallon barrel and um, and he puts beer through this thing and releases it, you know, very limited quantities um, every once in a while. And it's called executive order number seven. And I think it's like, I'd have to go look at the bottle. It has some sort of fruit. I think it's like orange zest, chamomile, cinnamon, um, and sour and stuff. It's, it sounds really weird. Um, and, and I know Jake will never listen to the show, but I, I wish he would. But dang. Oh, sorry. Thanks. Hey. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Hi, Shana. Uh, let's see here. Aged heaps of orange peel and cinnamon finished with a hint of chamomile. Yep. Oh, so I called it, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really good. Look at um, this guy says one more beer and he goes and opens a bomber. <laughs> what? It was it was there and it's probably not that strong. Like I don't know if you actually list how strong it is, but you'd have to by law, right? You don't in Michigan at least. You Holy if crap. you do list it, you have to be within I want to say it's like half a percent one way or another, but you do not have to list it. Yeah, so uh, it's short. Dude, so so Brian. If they if they want to distribute out of state, they do. Hear me out. Okay, okay. Hear me out. Okay. <laughs> I'm coming up there. Okay. Mix firm. The 
and like they'll be, they'll be like eight nine bombs, like 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 super saisons, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. And we won't tell nobody. We'll just be like, "Why are you so hammered? What's wrong with you?" You tell them it's a it's a table saison. Yeah, to, just yeah. say like table flip saison or something. That, like that, that's a session. Like. <laughs> Uh, no, it's 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 really good, but we'll see. I'm trying to like mute myself while I burp. There you go. There, Sorry. There, yeah, right there. Mar- Maro's my dude. Yep, Michigan's freezing, and I have my ACs on. On my AC is on currently. So right so now. so Maro said earlier. Uh, he said Michigan's freezing. I have my AC on. He said, uh, "What did he say?" He said something about Kalamazoo, like Kalamazoo Unite or Kalamazoo yeah. Strong. But like, uh, do you, do you know people up here? Is it just because we're up here? Are you like cheering us on? He, he knows to... everybody. <laughs> I swear to God. Let's see. The, the student's well, we, name. <clears throat> we know you now too. So yeah. Well, perfect. It, it's it's, it's Morrow's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying we we know Morrow now too. So yeah. No, he's he's good people. So it's Northwest there uh, in the chat. And hey, Kevin, Northwest. Uh, who are you? Okay. Um, I don't know if Kevin's still there or not, but Kevin, Kevin, uh, he, he's a good guy too. But uh, we love knowing people. I don't know. It just the, the more you the know, the whole community is right? about like, exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's, it, uh, it's cheering cheering each other on and, and like absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I love people. I love seeing people's names and like competition listings and stuff like that. Like one one day. I want to see like you know some some competition results, and I'm like I know everybody in this list. Like, right? That'd be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, a funny thing. Uh, so you know during the offer, I watched it live stream, right? And my kids were were sitting on the couch, and I didn't realize it, but my my daughter picked up pretty quickly about tables, and she kept saying, "Daddy, what table are you?" I'm like, mm. I'm like, no, baby, I'm not there. I'm I'm here with you. And she's like, no, what table are you? I was like, actually, you know what? That's a good question. I don't even remember everything I put in, right? So I yeah. went hurry up and looked it up. And I was like, okay, you know, the and two more tables or, or whatever. So then, <laughs> That's so cool. So, so then we got down to like table 27. And, and I was like, well, this is it. Missing, missing, happening, right? And so then they call my name. I'm like, holy shit. Like, are you serious? And yeah, then yeah. And a little bit later, I saw your name, and I was like, "Hey, I know that guy." You know, <laughs> well, Shannon was sitting here on the floor, and when your name came up, I'm like, "It's Matt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. Oh, you're kidding me. Uh, so yeah, I, I, oh, that's cool. I live in Portage, technically. I'm I'm right off uh, I-94 on West Nibs, so it's funny. Please don't stalk me. Anybody? That's funny. I'm trying to stalk him. So, <laughs> like, oh, he's throwing some Kalamazoo strong shit out there. Let's let's do it. But there are a lot of Chris Morrows out there. Fuck. So Matt, what, yeah. this, this, the the better you get, and you are obviously like killing it. Uh, the most stressful thing about getting a gold is waiting. Uh, to to hear your name pass silver right it's like it gets to silver and then it's like oh my god there's one more name is it gonna be me and it's like you're either really hyped or you're really disappointed 
Right. <laughs> well, so I had watched enough of these things oh, to well, like just be like, oh man, just 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 like uh, it's whatever, right? And like, and so like you know, category twenty seven. I was just like that. I love this category, but this is not my category, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. like like sometimes you just know. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean. <laughs> It, it, it did go to many best of show once, right? But and that's why I entered it. But I was just like, nah, you know, like I, I felt like my pale ale or you know my Berliner or something would have done better, but they did not. Um, but you never know because sometimes you brew with you know uh, Fruit Loops and yeah. stupid shit happens because yep. what. What? The aliens, you know, brought down Fruit Loops from space two thousand years ago, and that's how beer used to be brewed. And <laughs> somehow we lost that along the way. And stupid shit. Fuck you. <laughs> so uh, you wanted to talk about MHP? Yeah. So you're on the board of MHP, right? Yes. Yes, so I what am. Do you do? So I that, am by MHP. I mean the Master Homebrewers Program. Yeah, Master Homebrewers Program. Uh, so Master Homebrewers Program. What we would like to do, what our goal is, is to help identify and celebrate the achievements in the proficiency of amateur homebrewing. Right. Uh, we want to be able to say, hey, you know, this is an achievement that you hit all these guidelines or that you're capable of of scoring these type of scores and and and, you know, that train of thought. We want to uh, basically be the Boy Scouts of uh, homebrewing. You know, you get your 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 badges, your merit badges. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, um, you know, I've, I've been able to bring in a, a lot of people uh that that were homebrewing that were competition curious or they had already been competing anyways and say hey you know this is something to help me uh look at all these other categories and brew outside my normal styles too mm -hmm. that uh that i know and love you know um and I've, I've talked to quite a few different people that said hey you know excuse me uh that i'm, I'm trying to go after this additional badge and um you know, hey, uh, I need this one particular beer. I don't know anything about it. So it was fun to research it. It was fun to submit it. And, you know, I learned an appreciation towards that particular style or sub-style, you know. Um, so I've been having a blast in it. Um, I've, I've definitely have tried to start to strategically place myself uh to to go after some some things you know and see how it turns out for me um i i feel pretty good so we'll we'll just have to see what the the year brings yeah i would uh uh not to go off topic um mm -hmm. but, but sort of speaking of like competitions and stuff i would highly recommend that anybody who is really interested in competing um and like wanted, wanting to know what like the really really like serious people are doing right now is go listen to the uh, best of show podcast specifically yes. with the episode with fritz shans which i think was like two episodes ago yeah. uh incredible and <laughs> incredible just to hear like what what he does to brew and prepare for competitions and, and for those who don't know he was the uh, Circuit of America winner last year. 
the the gentleman that started that uh podcast uh that's actually the president of my brew club john black no kidding that's awesome yep Yep. oh good for him small small world huh like yeah no i just kind of yeah (laughs) we're we're all like one person removed i know it feels like in this hobby that's so cool yeah um no i i love that podcast i just listened to the uh most recent episode today where uh matt harold was on so who is uh, the founder of the master hobo program well so i i don't know how tough it is for you so like honestly as a content creator it is so hard for me to develop and and have enough time to go and look at everybody's stuff and so like i have to sit there and say okay well i'm going to binge watch this channel for a little bit get caught up and then it's on to my other friends and this and that and everything else and so i'm probably about seven episodes behind on uh, best of show right now if, if i had to guess but uh that's really good uh a really good podcast yeah it's it's amazing i i, I put that i put that on uh i throw a podcast on when i do i call them my beer chores mm-hmm. i'm going and cleaning kegs downstairs or like you know kegging a beer or cleaning a fermenter or something i that's when i listen to my beer podcasts and uh see i should do that but like so i i got into the habit of doing like some live streams why i was brewing and doing doing that kind of stuff right and before that it was just i was like clock out and like listen to metal you know yeah yeah no 100 <laughs> percent. i get that so so it's either i'm live streaming or i'm listening to a metal like <clears throat> one of the two <clears throat> we uh another one of our goals this year is to put up more like regular videos or like maybe any regular videos like if you look at our channel we literally have one video that is not a live stream you know and so uh, uh it's it's we 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 like what we do we have we're never gonna um we're we like as a channel are never gonna have like um like a, a patreon or we're never gonna ask for money like we're never gonna enable that on our channel that's right. because that's just we don't have the time i guess um that we want to devote and, and like we wouldn't we would never want to disappoint people that like pay us um for that sort of stuff so uh i think what what we're gonna do we 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 do want to put more like regular video stuff out there too but like i think we're gonna start going through some of our older live streams and maybe like uh cherry picking some like information out that people jason is really loud what are you doing man (laughs) it's all good sorry No, I'm just moving papers around oh. and shit at my desk. I didn't realize it was loud. <laughs> no, you're Let's just playing with cat toys or something like that crinkle. No, I'm, I'm just moving shit around. I'm trying to, to clear the beer cans and stuff. People are never going to come to our, our channel and listen to every single live stream that we ever put on. Actually, Brian Brian has one, one of the new members to our homebrew club. I think he's like the only one. God bless him. But... Um, I think we need to start cherry picking like really awesome pieces of information from our uh, um, from our live streams and maybe like you know putting on a couple cool small like five minute videos or something kind of like CH does with the happy hours. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. 
So, so we'll uh, see. Uh, as far as uh, MHP goes, though, uh, I mean, uh, you're both members, correct? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. We got... hold on. <laughs> yes, we are both. Members. We got so members. off topic. I. Yeah. That's how we roll. I'm really sorry, but yes, we're both. <laughs> no, members. I. <laughs> I'm I'm a paid member. I'm a Grandmaster One. Really? Yep. Wow. I got some catching up to do, Jason. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. I'm a I'm a nothing right now because. So I I, actually I think I can grab them. I signed up for MHP, and then um, I have. Yeah, you haven't submitted any of your score sheets yet. I have like, this shit to scan, and and this is only one folder. I've got like six of these um that i need to go through and uh scan or or like matt said on the last show i can i can notate them holy christ i got so many fucking score sheets um so if you if you wanted to organize them into like an excel spreadsheet uh, the master homebrewers program as as i understand it works on a uh like trust basis or like honor system. honor system yeah so you you can you could just upload an excel spreadsheet of like your best scores and it would actually make everybody's life easier in the back end from what i understand it there was a post uh today i think in the facebook group uh if you if you have a reggie beer account <clears throat> and that stuff's on reggie beer there's there's uh, a way to export cool. that too let me see if i can find 1043s real quick <laughs> in different categories mind you that's gonna fuck me dude because yeah. i haven't i haven't i haven't brewed in 10 different categories like i mean i probably have um there's another two so that's that's the thing right so like you, you get here, here's, oh, go ahead, Matt. here's the thing that I, I was just looking at because i was i wanted to know y'all's rank right so i'm recognized and i just submitted everything from off firm that should get me caught up right so I was just look, looking though at Opfirm. There was a deal. Uh, I got I w- for whatever reason I had it in my head that everything I needed needs to be a twenty-seven or better to to put in. I really need thirty-eights for me to progress, right? Oh. But there's all those 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 special, you know, like Lord of Logger, mm-hmm. Prince of Parker type achievements, there's a, right? There's a forty-three for pumpkin tide. That's fruit and vegetable, buddy. <laughs> That's there a good you one. go. Forty three yes. and a half. Put it in. Uh, but so now I'm just looking over here, and like something as easy as a twenty one will, uh, will will count towards something, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah, so again, yeah, the the program isn't like it's it's to compete against yourself. You're not competing against other people, right? You it's can to- use that to to, to help you. You yeah, know, have some bragging rights if you're that competitive of a person. But 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 it's it's to keep the people that are like brewing engaged with the hobby outside of like competing with other people. Like it's exactly. it's a gamification of the hobby for yourself. Yep. You don't you don't have to you don't you don't have to compete against other people. Like no. you can brew like a thirty nine in a ton of different categories and and not even take a medal and still wind up like there's a 44 so uh, so again jason so so it's individual score sheets not combined scores that's my that's my my there's looper yeah so 
Okay, so, so that's a so individual score, score sheet. sheet. Yeah, find the highest score sheet. And see that's a 45. That. Perfect. Hey, yeah. can I have a couple of those? Yeah. <laughs> that's a but, 45. But I, but I love it, bird. right? Um, right, yes. I, 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 I like, even if I don't medal in a competition, if I improve a score sheet for myself in a certain category, like I've, I've won, I've done something, I've still done something with my beer, you know? This is, um, so this is nationals. And uh, for, again, for looper, it says at the top. There's, there's, there's some uh, national. It, it says very nice example of style. <laughs> that's, that's not perfect though. Come on now. No. Yeah, but but there's there, I think there's some like national type uh, achievements though too like like twenty or fifty score sheets of a national deal you get a star or something. So I mean I've I found I found forty threes. Um, I've got I've got forty threes so far or over forty threes I should say in Looper, in my Pumpkin Tide, in my Coffee Stout. This is my raspberry milk stout. But then, and look, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to brag, but then here's a 19 and a half for that same coffee stout. Like, this means you've improved. Right. Yeah. You, you so, have a, you have a, you, you have a story with one of your beers, right? Your that's that beer. beer. Is that's, that judgment? No, that's the coffee stout was the one that started at 19 and a half. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. the, that's the one. Um, but individual, what is this? Category 23A. What's 23A? Uh, 23 uh, is... Matt, thank you for being so much more Oh, engaged. that's the Berliner Vice again. Comments yep. we are. It's, it's just the Berliner Vice again. So that's he, another... I'm for hire. <laughs> another couple 43s. Here's a 44 for... Sometimes I work for beer. Oh, we Brian. We can do that. Check premium lager. You got a 44 with a check... I don't, even, no, I don't remember you ever brewing that, <laughs> but, but congratulations, dude. Like, shit. I, I mean, so it sounds like you're at least set up for master, maybe, depending on how many subcategories you have. Oh, wait, that, this one's a 45. <laughs> okay. Like, I have any meads and ciders. Yeah. Here's a 43 for... Uh, Wild specialty. This was for um do you need me to like take all your shit and scan it in for you so you don't have to deal with it? Like no, this is that beer that I did with the Michigan. This is that cherry IPA that bombed at fucking uh Keeper's Cup. Remember? Yeah, right. Jason starts scanning. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like I've got. And then, and then, send me copies. Put up or shut up, man. Yeah, I've got all these. I, I probably have. I probably maybe I do have more than ten, um, forty threes in different categories. But I don't know. I just don't. I haven't had time uh, to go through these yet. So I will scan uh, one a day. I will do that soon. One a day. So what's this one? Gold metal or, 40. Or you could be like a, a fifth element, you know, the three a day. Oh, here's a, 
here's a <laughs> 40 here's a 44 for the for thank you brian grind that I, I appreciate that all right <laughs> move off my scores yeah no you're fine dude no no that's good because like i think that's the first time you've actually pulled those out and forever you he's one step closer to handling them <laughs> yeah i just haven't i haven't had a chance to um what's hilarious i've got it i've got my scanner set up right next to me and i've got them in the box next to me but we just moved i just haven't so what have what, you been what, doing for the last hour and a half for god's sakes come what, on man if if he pulls yeah. those out and scans them in and submits to the you know master homebrewers program and he's a, a, a lower rank than me, then it becomes real, you know? So I, I, get, I get it, man. You've won more medals than me. You've won anything. more prestigious medals than me. Barely. Okay. okay, so I'm recognized. I'm a peon. <laughs> <laughs> no! Well, any, any rank is an amazing rank. There's no, yes. there's, there's, no, no, there's no bad rank. I agree distinguished and then uh master is are my next two <clears throat> targets so what what are the what are the targets for those can you so, do you have like the the requirements to like step by step like in um i have i have my dashboard pulled up right now um i'm it's looking like i needed 15 38 or better for me to rank up when I look at my dashboard, I think I'm about eight away. So I need eight thirty-eights. And so I wonder too. I need to look at this. So uh, to get master, I think you need five forty-three plus. But like master, no thirty. So master i'm looking at it right now oh okay thanks minimum score 38 uh you need 20 uh score sheets oh wow okay with a minimum score of 50 or a minimum categories of 15 and okay. then you out of those you need four of them to be loggers sours meads or ciders oh okay i got that So yeah, and then what Grandmaster is just ten forty threes in ten different categories. Grandmaster, uh, ten score sheets, five categories, two of any, but they have to be a forty three. Oh, only five categories. You can technically skip. Yeah, Te you can skip technically. Oh, I got it. I just no, showed no, you. No, no subcategories. Yeah, I, I just showed you ten, ten subcategories. Okay, I have. I, I just pulled out fruit and vegetable, uh, Berliner Weiss, um, coffee stout, Czech lager. I think another one. I don't know. Ah, oh, goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go through them. Yeah, dude. So it sounds like you have a goal this week. And everybody that's listening to this, uh, the, the program is free to join. Yes, there is uh, a free option. Literally, the only 
thing that you get right now with like the paid version is really awesome badges that you can put on like your like work shirts for your club or something or that's the only difference which i sell yeah right, i right put now. it on my cowboy hat actually yeah but so they're super awesome though i 100 percent uh recommend joining for a paid version because yep. they're sweet even they're 3d printed they're plastic but they're awesome uh there's the, the work that goes into hand painting these is like there's it's like six layers of paint so like matt yeah. Harold puts in the work he does um, and there's also a club version of the program for i think 150 dollars per club so if you have six people in your club that are wanting to participate uh within reason as i understand it there's no limit to the amount of people in a club that can participate under a club membership so correct uh that would be totally worth it um if you're a lot of participating a a lot of clubs too what they end up doing is is they make it part of their membership and into the club is is you get that free membership into the mhp now i can't i can't say that every club does that or should do it or whatever that's that's up to the the board members or whatever, you know, they're, you know, however they want to implement that, you know, my club personally covers the MHP membership as part of our dues paid membership. So all you have to do is, is you, then you would go to the MHP site and then say, Hey, I'm a member of this club. They reach out to the club's, uh, you know, representation and say, Hey, do, is this person a dues paid member? If if they are, then then they're admitted in kind of okay. Kinda thing. Got it. Got it. Cool. But yeah. So that's a it's a it's a pretty good deal, uh, you know. Though too, uh, if if you're in the free membership, right, and uh, you you say you put in all these score sheets and you're tracking your own progress, and say you get do get to master, but you don't want to pay yearly or whatever, but you want that badge, MHP now has a store that you can go buy your your previously earned badges nice. uh, that, that you might have missed uh, because we, we only offer two rank-ups a year. So you only get two badges a year. So if you, say, skip a rank and you want that middle one or, or whatever, you can go back and buy that. Uh, we have lanyards right now. Damn we man. also – yes, thank you. Yep. And, 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 uh, and to call out Danny real quick, Dan, uh, Dan just took best of show at extravaganza 2023 this year, uh, this weekend. So congratulations, dude. That's a uh, best of show. It's fucking great. That's amazing, man. But, um, so we also have a, a store with lanyards on it, badges. We're talking about adding the several- lanyards are really cool. Yeah. I I bought one as soon as they went on sale. I haven't seen mine, but uh, so when I went to go pick up my medal, like I saw all my other broom team members, they they all had them, and so I was like, man, that sucks. Heck yeah, I'm an officer and I don't even get one. For God's sake. Yeah, Matt should have like given up his to you or something. Like I'm sure he has them at his house, right? Uh, so Bruce. It's a good looking so, beer in the glass there. I don't know if that sure is, is isn't it? What's what's your highest score, Dan? What was what was that best of show score? I think Matt bounced for a half sec here. Uh, 
Jason, what are you thinking, man? Dan, Dan says 47 and a half. That's pretty fucking crazy. What, what, uh, what category was that? Was a Belgian dark strong ale? Is that right, Danny? That's loud, man. No, you're muted, Jason. I can't hear you, man. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna. I was just saying. I think. I think forty-seven and a half is higher than anything I've ever. Read. I think forty-six is my highest. So, that's respect. Yeah, as a combined, that's fucking wild. Oh yeah. There was a. There was one fifty at uh, out from this year. Apparently. Um, I, I think I saw a post it. about it. Yeah. That's yep. it's that's cool. That's super wild. Want to get one of those one of these days? But no, I I I will do it. I need to get the uh, information together on like what fields they need, and I'll just make a spreadsheet and go through and type them up because I've got probably in that one. I don't know. I'm probably looking at like 200 and so odd score sheets. That I've got a. I would rather not scan them all. <laughs> Just just create a spreadsheet. Yeah, it's probably fine. Uh, Dan, does that 47 rank you up at all the Grandmaster? Or do you need one more? You have to let us know. This uh, <laughs> opening, opening up in solo drinking a 22 of sour beer is like tearing up my stomach right now. This, this was not the best decision at the end of the night, let me tell you. Oh, God. I feel one like more. one I, more, Dan. All right, buddy. I remember the show where, like, I ran down and opened a three-year vertical at KBS at the end of the night, and was like, "What in the fuck did I just do?" So, uh, this What'd one's uh, so every year I I brew a rye Irish stout for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, and shit, this is a okay. uh, 2023's version. And this is the uh, daddy beer to that session one I had earlier. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, so how strong is this guy? 5'5". Five, five. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. No. All right. All right. Yeah. 5'5 yeah. five, five and then the 3'5". So. But this yeah. thing, yeah. <laughs> it, it it looks like it smells delicious like I, when, when you take a sip i can see like the bubbles like foaming underneath the glass like like towards the back of it like oh yeah to create that extra foam that looks super nice yeah i love this yeah. nice dude well i think this has been a hell of an adventure but i am uh <clears throat> i do not want this to turn into a seltzer show <coughs> so time is it time is it time we call it this is this is a longer episode than, than i think it's time for. two and a quarter two hours that's, that's yeah. pretty good right. do that. so, i mean uh, if you're old just just say you're old <laughs> right I'm, I'm with you bruce like it looks like it's nitro a little bit right no no it's not it that's just some nice foam some nice carbonation man it, it looked beautiful like when, when i saw you drinking that it looked really nice so yeah. i i got the base recipe off of uh Y'all, y'all are probably familiar with uh, Northern Brewers uh, uh, Brewing TV channel that they had yeah. for a while. Yeah. Uh, Michael Dawson, he he made a book, uh, Mash Makers. So this is his Irish out right out of his book. All I did was I made some adjustments. I wanted higher ABV out of his base beer, uh, and then I wanted to get some uh, 
ingredients that were easier to get a hold of because he he specifically calls out Irish stout malt that's hard to get a hold of. And, okay, you know, like the yeast and the hops that he was was asking for in this thing they were kind of hard for me to get locally. You know, I had to kind yeah. of bring them in and stuff like that. And I was just like, man, I, I want to be able to brew this when I want to brew it. You know, granted, traditionally I've been brewing it for St. Patrick's Day, but I don't want that to be the the only time I can brew this if I want to, you know. You're right. But uh, stay tuned for uh, this edition, though. We did some uh, crazy shit to this beer. Perfect. That's all I'm going to say about that. Can't wait. I'll keep watching your channel, man. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, well, I guess to recap, uh, Matt, we'll, we'll link your channel. Um uh, congratulations one on your first uh bjcp competition medal because that's a fucking blast oh, dude that medal looks so badass like i think that i I don't think they looked like that last year i'm not so, i'm not gonna lie i was shooting for a goblet for the competition like that that was my my deal one of my yeah absolutely one of my best friends he won two of them oh nice next next year you know, next year another year oh yeah hell yeah what do we got coming up next brian uh we still have to have kvcc on we've been uh we've been talking to them uh we've been meaning to do that for a while it's been uh on and off we, we just got to find a good time to to get them on for their uh their uh beer education program um we're gonna do the non-traditional style show, right? Yes, yeah, that, that'll be really fun. That'll probably Man, be next. I, I would, I would love to be on uh, that. Yeah, if, if you want to be on that, dude, like by all means, like we, the show. <laughs> <laughs> if nobody ever like comes to us and is like, "Hey, can I like come on to your show again?" Like, I don't. We don't care. Like, we could have sixteen people on a show, like whatever. But like, if you want to come back onto that show, that's awesome. Yeah, because because we want to have a show about brewing beers that are like, of course, not to BJCP specifications, but are like still really awesome. Absolutely. Because like, I've got a gets, few of those. Oh, it gets tiresome it to does. brew to you know specifications, and you just want to be creative sometimes and brew like tasty, yummy beer. So you, uh, we you want to have that show. So just quick side side wow. out there is, is so like as a content creator I, t I said like i film everything that i brew yeah so i i did a birthday uh party here i brewed three beers for my birthday party it was so nice to not have to film any of those not have to film the party for not sure have to film anybody drinking them or anything like that i bet and and it was just like finally like i, I made some beer we can just sit back and enjoy, have a party, and get after it. And that was the uh, Thin Mint Stout, which I ended up having a video on. But then I had uh, my birthday stout, and then um, I did a Lithuanian Farmhouse Ale. <clears throat> and, uh, man, dude, those people drank some beer that day. Holy that crap. Awesome. awesome. I, I would love to hear about all those. Uh it, it might be like early late march again so i'm gonna i'll, I'll be in contact with you man yeah so well we yeah. we work together <laughs> so. yeah yeah exactly perfect no we should yeah. shoot for march 6th march 6th uh let me that's is that next week 
Is it? Okay. Yeah, that's next yeah, week. Yeah, we're we're leaving to, we're we're in Detroit next week, Jason. Aren't we? Not on the sixth. Oh, that's a Monday. <laughs> Shit. I only said it. <laughs> yeah, I only okay. said it because Amy's going out of town. So I was like, we should do a show. I I feel like I had something else happening that Monday. I need to figure it okay we'll figure it out so we've got we'll have non-traditional styles coming up uh in the near future we'll have kvcc on uh we are going to reach out to gail and do a uh sensory tasting exam uh or not a sensory exam but a sensory led sensory tasting experience um and then yeah we're still working on ideas for episode 100 um and what magic that's going to (laughs) bring fuck yeah (laughs) you should you should do uh brew day no, that's <clears throat> that's not going to be 100, but that's coming up too. It is on the docket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, keep an eye out on Facebook. If you're new to the channel, subscribe and like and smash that button and all that fucking shit. And especially yeah. on Matt's channel. Exactly. Hey, so, so I'm, I'm just saying, like, there's two likes for this video, and I know I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm calling. I'm calling y'all out. I'm just saying. <laughs> We, we end up getting more views on Facebook than we do on YouTube. Really? Yep. Nobody watches on YouTube. Yeah, it's, yeah. And then the only people that watch us on Twitch are trolls, so. We, we've had to block a few people. It's been really? fun, though, occasionally, yeah. It has been. I love the trolls. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. <laughs>